Science in diction and fact over fiction. Learning and growing and healing afflictions. Authentic and supportive, knowledge a plethora. Welcome to the Library of Alexandria. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Library of Alexandria. Today I'm going to focus on the topic of authenticity specifically how dangerous it is to the self when one doesn't present themselves authentically. And this topic was actually requested by a listener. So if any of you have topics you'd like me to cover, shoot me an email or send me a DM on Instagram. I welcome suggestions and I'd love to hear your ideas for topics. So reach out if you have any, and I will be sure to include my email and my Instagram handle in the show notes. Today I'm doing things a little differently, and this episode's commentary and teachings are in response to a podcast episode of Marie Forleo's. Marie Forleo is one of my biggest inspirations and definitely someone I revere. And she had this author, Seth Godin, on her podcast as a guest, and he was speaking about the importance and necessity of being inauthentic, especially when running a business. And I profoundly disagree with what he's saying. So I'm going to break down my perspective in response to his with science and fact over fiction. Let's get started. So what I'm going to do is play a two and a half minute clip from the Marie Forleo podcast that showcases author Seth Godin's explanation for the importance and necessity of inauthenticity. Here we go. I want to talk about the power of being inauthentic. This was one that, again, I highlighted and I thought it was, I don't believe I've ever heard you speak into this before. And I certainly haven't seen it in many books, you know, in a world where, my goodness, we have been just bombarded with this notion of authenticity and people have asked me so many times like Marie you're so authentic how do you be authentic and it's I was like oh my goodness Seth this is such a beautiful gem you write we can only deliver what our audience needs by being consistent by creating our inauthentic intentional crafted art in a way that delivers an authentic experience to our audience as they consume it break this down for us well you know who's authentic all the time our toddlers (laughs) because they just don't have a lot of executive function. But after you're done being a toddler, you're busy calculating all the time. If I do this, I might get that. So you might authentically feel like standing up, marching into the kitchen of the restaurant, knocking the chef over, grabbing the food and going back and sitting down. You don't do that. You don't do that because it's not going to work. That what you do is you moderate your authentic impulse to do something that sounds like you, that sounds like you as a civilized, productive contributor to society. And if you go to see a concert, you don't want the authentic musician. You want that musician to give the best performance of their day, their week, their month. You, If you need surgery, I hope you don't. You want the surgeon to ignore the fact that they had an argument with their spouse and to bring the best version of themselves to it. That's what we want in almost every interaction with very few exceptions. So if you're in one of those other interactions where there's really value to be had by stripping away the promise and being emotionally present, then that's fine. But that's hobby work. That's personal work. If you want to be a professional, get past all this authenticity stuff. Because what I think people mean when they say, well, I was just being authentic, is what they're actually saying is, I did something and it didn't work. Don't blame me. And well, if it doesn't work, you should think hard about why it didn't work because our work is at some level for other people. Okay. So first of all, 
Seth Godin is not talking about authenticity as the culprit for people's socially inappropriate and socially unacceptable behaviors and actions. What he's actually referring to is a weak and poorly functioning ego. Science! As discussed in my episode, Intuition versus Ego, ego's function is to keep us, to keep our psyches grounded in reality so that we can make realistic choices. And by realistic choices, I mean choices that are socially appropriate and socially acceptable. Seth is right that it's not realistic to storm into a restaurant kitchen and knock the chef out because you're unsatisfied with your meal. Yes, that is an authentic, real impulse. Yet it's not an authentic representation of our highest self, our most authentic self. Because our highest, most authentic selves are driven by our values and our morals, not by socially induced codes of ethics. Because ethical standards often get twisted within societies. Our ego also represents our identity. This is what clinical psychologist Dr. Greg Enrique says about ego functionality and identity. Quote, a more modern conception that is certainly related to Freud's is to consider the ego as the self-consciousness system. The self-consciousness system is the narrating portion of human consciousness that reflects on one's thoughts, feelings, and actions and inhibits or legitimizes them to oneself and to others. In this sense, ego is very similar to what is meant by the term identity. Also, Contrary to what Seth says about authenticity being a hindrance to acting in ways that are socially appropriate and acceptable, which would include the concept of respecting others, ego actually helps us develop a degree of empathy with others. Psychologist Dr. Enrique continues, quote, Because ourselves exist within interdependent networks of other people, because we initially understand ourselves through the lens of mirrored others, and because our identity is very much about narrating and legitimizing our actions to others, a key aspect of ego functioning is the capacity to understand others in a complex manner. I'll also support my argument with an example. It may be socially inappropriate, socially unacceptable, and even unrealistic for an employee to talk back to their boss, or to shout at them, or to blatantly say no to an assignment. Yet, if your personal values and morals are telling you that doing one of these socially unacceptable actions is what's best and right for you because it upholds your integrity, then that is your highest, most authentic self guiding you to take aligned and inspired action. Now, unfortunately, in our society, it is still considered socially appropriate and acceptable for a boss to yell at their employee in private or in front of other employees. That's considered okay. It is frowned upon and we are moving outside of that. We are progressing. We're still not there yet. So let's say a boss verbally assaults their employee, again, either in private or in front of other employees. Either way, that warrants the employee using their integrity to use their voice, to assert themselves, to advocate for themselves, to assert their worth, and to not take disrespect. Another example, let's say your boss is asking you to do an assignment that is not in line with your integrity or the integrity of the company and its mission. Then it's warranted for you to blatantly say no and reject the assignment your boss is giving you. The lesson here, the thing to understand, is that authenticity represents our integrity and ego 
preserves our integrity. All of this is to say that it is of extreme importance and necessity that we always operate from a place of complete authenticity. We need to show up authentically. We need to represent ourselves authentically so people get an accurate representation and understanding of who we are, what our values are, what our morals are, what our beliefs are, what our boundaries are, what we'll accept, what we won't accept, etc. And if you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, if you provide any type of service or product, it is essential that our products and services are in alignment with our integrity and in the integrity of our mission and movement as product and service providers. Fuck the industry standards of what's considered socially appropriate and acceptable. I'm going to operate in my business in ways that are aligned with who I am and in line with my mission and movement. Also, in that example he gave of if you're going to go see an artist perform on stage at a concert, you want them to provide the best, most entertaining, most fabulous show for you. As a customer, you want that incredible service that you paid for. And let's say the singer had a shitty day or they just got into an argument with someone before they have to go on stage and they're not in their most positive state of mind. Yet, that doesn't mean that they can't provide an authentic performance on stage. Both things can be true. That singer could be having negative feelings about a situation in their current reality, and they can also channel that deeply passionate artistry within them to show up authentically as an artist and performer. Because both of those realities are true. The singer is upset by a real situation in their lives, and they can also be empowered by their identity as an artist and performer and give rise and priority to that mindset in that moment that they're performing. Always prioritize and choose authenticity. Remember, our ego, which is our identity, will keep us in check and prevent us from taking action on those socially inappropriate and socially unacceptable impulses in the moment. And if your intuition, if your highest, most authentic self is telling you to take action on something that is considered socially unacceptable or socially inappropriate, understand, listen, and accept that that is your highest, most authentic self telling you to take aligned and inspired action in ways that will preserve your integrity and champion who you are and fuel your self-worth. All right, everyone, this is all I have for you today. And I hope that this episode expanded your mind and empowered you to be your most authentic, magical, unique self. Remember to rate this podcast five stars if it serves you and please share it with your community. We've got to work together, y'all, to further this movement of self-reverence, protecting our peace, and elevating our minds to grow and heal through the power of learning and building knowledge. I will see you back here next Thursday for a new episode. Until then, cheers! Oh, baby, baby, baby.